This is the Change the Map podcast, where we inspire, educate, and resource you to transform the Buddhist world through prayer and action. Join us as we explore the mystical world of Buddhism, discover its unique challenges, meet Buddhist background followers of Jesus, and engage in strategic prayer to change the spiritual map of the Buddhist world. This week, I'm joined by Jacob Nichols, a veteran cross-cultural worker serving in Thailand. On this month's episode, we get to hear how God is moving in Thailand. Jacob encourages us to pray for God to bring the right people to us. He also shares how prayer is the key to opening doors, opening hearts, and drawing people to Jesus. Welcome to the Change the Map podcast. I'm your host, Josh, and this is a podcast for pastors, leaders, and for people that want to be more involved in the Great Commission. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, the audio version, go ahead and subscribe. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you can like and subscribe, and that will just ensure that you get all of our content as it comes out. Also, uh, if you want to join the CTM community, we've got a new app that's available on the Apple and the Android app stores. And so that's a great way to get involved and to pray with us for the Buddhist world. Today we have Jacob Nichols with us. Jacob is a uh, longtime cross-cultural worker here in Thailand. And so, Jake, we're excited to have you today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be able to share and uh, talk with you guys today. Awesome. Well, for people that don't know you, why don't you just give us a quick background on your family and a little bit of the ministry that you're doing here. Absolutely. So we live here in Thailand. We uh, live in Bangkok. Okay. Uh, and I have uh, three kids, uh, Caden, Samuel, Olivia, and then my wife, Joanna. We all live here uh, working among the Buddhist population of, uh, of Thailand. And how long have you been here in Thailand? We've been here total time over three, uh, three and a half years Okay, in Thailand. Okay. So you've been serving here in Thailand for several years now. And so how did your story start? Did you always know you wanted to, to be a missionary or was this something that happened later in life? You know, give us a little bit of uh, your call story. Absolutely. Well, I mean, to really understand a calling, uh, I have to understand where I came from. I didn't come from a Christian home or a Christian background at all. And so because of that, my I had a lot of turmoil in my life. I mean, key things like before I was in seventh grade, I'd gone to nine different schools. Wow. My mom and dad probably fought all the time because my dad cheated on my mom all the time. And my oldest brother, he was addicted to methamphetamines growing up. Wow. So there's a lot of pain and things going on in my life. But during that time, I started to meet these people that were like the nicest people I'd ever met. They cared about me. They wanted to invest in me. But it always left me a question, why? Why do they care about me? Yeah. And so they just continued to love and care about me. And then till one day, they invited me to go with them to a youth group. So I went to the youth group, and I just met more people just like them that yeah. just wanted me to be there, just loved me and care about me and wanted me to be there. And so because of that, they invited me to uh, study the Bible, something called a teen Bible quiz. And it was really the first time that I actually studied the Bible. And we read about uh, Jesus and, and uh, one body, many parts. And during that time, we prayed, and God spoke directly to me and said, these people care about you. The reason why they care about you is because I care about you and I want to have a relationship with you. Wow. And so from that moment on, I thought in, in my life, like I want other people to know about this God that loves them, that cares about them. Mm -hmm. And so I uh, started to uh, serve at the church and work there and do everything. But then uh, I got saved and uh, then was filled with the Holy Spirit. And when I did, I felt like God called me into the ministry, but I didn't know what that meant at the time. Mm -hmm. So ended up joining the military and uh, while de uh, deployed, uh, God, uh, I was praying and asked God, I was like, God, what, what do you want me to do? Like, why am I here? Why am I, de why am I deployed? And he said, well, 
uh, God answered and said, I told you we were going to go into the ministry. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I didn't know what that meant. I just went home and started talking to my pastor, and he said, uh, you know, I know what that means. So yeah. why don't you start serving here at the church? Started serving at the church, and God started to put this passion in my heart to reach people that have um, no, uh, very little access or very, in, in, very little in, um uh, relationship with people in the church. Mm-hmm. And so ended up being the outreach admissions pastor at our church. And then on one mission trip, I've gone on many of them. One mission trip was actually here to Thailand. My mm-hmm. pastor and I went. And when we got here, um, there was this conference and we prayed uh, about the struggle that I had been having, whether or not I should, what kind of ministry I should be doing. We prayed and we walked into a meeting and this pastor got up and he said, before we get started, I have something that God told me to say. He said, if you have been struggling whether or not to go into missions or not, stop struggling or start walking, which mm-hmm. is exactly the prayer that we prayed right before we went into this conference. Wow. And so the pastor, he was super excited that God answered that quickly. Uh, but then throughout the rest of that week, God very clearly laid out to me that he, I would be here in Thailand reaching people that have many uh, the same background as I have, mm-hmm. people that have little finances. Their parents are fighting. There's division in the home. Yes, Thailand has a, a, a different uh, religious bringing than I did because I wasn't I wasn't I didn't have any religion at all. Yeah. But the same struggles that they have are the same struggles that I have, and so that's what led me to Thailand. God spoke, and I followed what He told me to do. So that's why I'm here. Awesome, awesome. And so you've been here for a few years now. And what are what are what is it like, you know, serving in Thailand? What is it like? You know, what are some of the challenges? How have you? Um, been able to reach people here here in Thailand. Yeah, so the first, you know, year that we are here, we were really focused on language. Yeah. Um, and if you don't know what language study is like, it's like going to preschool and failing every day. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. really hard. It's yeah. not easy. And so we would go out to the markets and we would just say, hey, what is this called? Is this sweet or sour? How much is this called? Uh, how much does this cost? And we have no idea what they were saying back to us when mm-hmm. they'd answer us. Yeah. And so every day we just kept doing this <laughs> yeah, and yeah. not understanding anybody and nobody understanding us. And so we had been here about three months and uh, my wife got up and she was sitting on the end of the bed. We were getting ready to go out and, and uh, practice some more language, but it, we didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just felt tired and exhausted. We did not want to go out and to do it. And so my wife heard God tell her, uh, put your shoes on. And so she put her shoes on. And we left and went out and started practicing. Well, that day, we went out to the market and were talking with people. And while we were talking with people, I just felt like, you know, I I thought, surely God said something to me today. We're going to go out and we're going to put our shoes on. Something amazing is going to happen. But we just went back and it was just a normal thing. Talking about fruits and vegetables, have no idea what anybody's saying. (laughs) (laughs) And so we walk up and we see this library. And in the library, I know it has air conditioning. So I decide, hey, let's go check out. Let's go hang out in the library because it's cool in there. And I want to cool down a bit. So we went in we saw this map of the community. This map of the community is like this green spot. And uh, I uh, talked to the librarian and said, hey, what's this green spot on this map? This is the map of the community. I've never seen this before. Mm-hmm. And uh, we live in Bangkok. So if there's a green spot, you want to see it because everything else is concrete. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. so we asked her and she said, oh, you know, that's my favorite plot, a spot in the whole community. Um, would you like to go see it? And I said, yeah, absolutely. Let's go see it. And she's, you know, getting really excited about it. She's like, this is my favorite place. I love coming here. I love going by here and everything. And I'm like, oh, that's great. But what is it? And she yeah. said, it's the cemetery. And I said, oh, I didn't realize that there are cemeteries in, in Thailand. And she's part of the uh, largest minority group here in Thailand, and they have cemeteries. Um, and so we're walking to it, and she said, you know, 
I'm really excited about this cemetery because uh, my dad is buried here and my husband is buried here and my uncle is buried here and all of these people that she knew, her family, and she starts listing out all the people and she said, and I'm excited because this is a very famous cemetery and many people come by every day and they say prayers and, and ask for uh, them to be able to go into heaven. And she said, I think that my family will probably be able to go into heaven. And uh, I was like, well, that's good. You know, we're, we're, you know, she's just excited about this. And, and then she tells me, um, but I don't think I'm ever going to be able to go to heaven. Mm. And my wife and I was like, well, why, why can't you? I mean, why, why do you think that you can't go to heaven, that mm. you have no way? And she said, well, because you're supposed to give a certain amount of money to the religious leaders to what they tell you that you're supposed to give. And I, I'm poor. I don't have the money to do that. Mm. And then she said, you know, I... Uh, I'm supposed to go and make prayers like five times a day, and I can't do that because I have to work, so I can't really do that. Mm -hmm. And so uh, she's explaining all these things to us, and uh, she said, so I just I don't think that I'm going to be able to go to heaven. And so my wife and I were just sitting there, just brokenhearted, listening to this woman talk about how she's never going to be able to go to heaven. And the Holy Spirit spoke and told us to tell her she can get to heaven because Jesus has already made the way. Yeah. And so we started telling her, like, Jesus already has made the way. He has given you, he has come and lived and died on the cross so that you would be able to go to heaven. And so she starts, you know, crying and she's bawling. And mm -hmm. she's like, why? You know, nobody's ever told me this. I've never heard that Jesus could do this. I, wow. I never knew that there was somebody that has already prepared a way for me to go into heaven. And so she was uh, extremely excited that day. And the amazing thing about that day was that we weren't even going to leave the house. Yeah. And we knew God said, put your shoes on. Yeah. So ministry in Thailand is getting, being tired, not knowing what you're talking about half the time. <laughs> but once you start learning language and you get out there and, and, and God says, put your shoes on and you go, even when it's hard. So yeah. that's that's what ministry in Thailand's like. And that's that's awesome. And this is a place where, you know, typically you'll hear a lot of people say, you know, Thailand is very difficult. Don't expect results, you know, right away. It's hard. It's you know, less than 1% Christian, you know, but we here at Change Map, we believe that, that that's not God's plan, mm -hmm. right? God Amen. wants to reach these people. Amen. God wants to, to set these people free. And so we were talking the other day, and you're telling me about some awesome things that have been happening in the home group that you guys have been having at your house where people are, you know, hearing the gospel. Absolutely. So can you share a couple of those stories? We want. I, I really want to encourage people. I think this episode is, is going to be good for people to to hear some of the things that God is doing Absolutely. Uh, in Thailand. So. so, yeah, we came to Thailand um, in the middle of uh, the COVID season, and you're not supposed to really go outside and really talk. You're supposed to be social distance to everybody. But, you know, we moved our family all the way across the world. Like, we yeah. were praying, God, you know, we, we moved our family here. So if we can't go out, you got to send somebody to us. Yeah. You have to send them to, uh, to where we can talk to them at. And so... Um, in the community that we're living in, we have these um, clean their uh, garden workers, and they take care of the grounds, and they're cutting grass and everything. And so I was taking Livy, my youngest, out to the park to play. And out there, I saw this young man walking around, and I walked up to him and just started speaking to him. And he started to talk to me, and it's like, oh, wow, you know, I'm so happy, and I, I'm glad I got to meet you and everything. And so over the next few weeks, we started building this relationship that every day I would go take Livy out to the park, she would play, and I would talk with this this young man. And so one time I, I invited him to come to our house. He came to our house, and uh, he's like, wow, something's different here in your house. It feels different. And, and uh, he said, I'm really happy that I got to meet you guys. And so over the period of time of us meeting together, 
uh, he decided that uh, he was really interested in, in what it, to study the Bible. So he started studying the Bible with us, and, and uh, through that time, he said, well, this is true. Like, I don't know, I've never heard this before, and I don't know how to explain it, but I know this is true. Wow. I know this is right. I yeah. know this is, and I, I think that this is the way I want to be, and this is who I want to be. I want to be a Christian like you. And so we had the opportunity to lead him to Jesus, and then shortly after that, his brother the same thing led him to Jesus as well. Wow. And it, God brought him to our door, to our house in the yeah. middle of COVID when we couldn't go out and do the things that we had planned on doing. God brought him to us because we prayed specific prayers that said, God, send somebody to us, to our front wow. door. And so he comes every day, all the time, and he's at our door wanting to talk, wanting to learn, wanting to uh, go forward. And so he's one of the members of our house group. That's awesome. That's awesome. I think it, I think sometimes w- as you know, as followers of Jesus, you know, we want to do something for God, but sometimes if the, it has to be on our terms Mm. or, you know, if if the conditions aren't just right, you know, but God loves these people. And I think asking those questions and praying those prayers, God sent some, someone to us when we first got to Thailand, Mm -hmm. our language wasn't good. You know, we already had a lot of ministry with change the map and different stuff that we said, God, we need you to send someone Mm. to us that we can reach. And the Lord sent us a couple people that was exactly who we needed, right. that, that we were able to connect right away. And there's people out there, so so that's that's a good thing to pray. And if you want to know more of Dario's story, uh, stay tuned. We are shooting uh, his testimony video, and so that'll be up on, on the YouTube channel here uh, shortly. So definitely stay tuned for that. Um, that's super encouraging in a place, again, where they say it's very difficult the ground is hard, you know, all of these things, God is moving, Amen. moving in Thailand. And so give us another story. Uh, we have this uh, young couple and they have five kids and uh, they actually did uh, my wife's nails. So it's another testimony of how God brought people to us. So she would come because of COVID. She couldn't get out. She couldn't go uh, to a, a place to do her nails, which is just a silly thing. But she, I mean, it's something that she loved to do. It's something to relax, you know, when you yeah. have all this other stuff, she went and got her nails done. Well, this lady came to her house and uh, the second time she was at our house, she starts asking. She's like, you're Christian, right? Hmm. And we're like, yeah, we're Christian. She's like, I have some questions. Wow. She said, I have some questions about Christians and what they believe and everything. And, and uh, so she's she had had some interaction with Christians before, but she always had questions, but she didn't have a relationship with somebody where she felt like that she could share. Hmm. And so week after week, or month after month, she would come to our house and and she would just have all these questions and want to know. And so now she's joined our house group. And actually, uh, just not too long ago, her and her husband uh, came to faith, both together at the same time, and their wow. five kids are all following Jesus now. You know, th- this was an incredible answer to prayer and uh, w- the prayer that we prayed that bring people to our doorstep. And um, it just shows us that when prayer happens, things change. Yeah. And when things change, you need opportunity. You need more workers. You need people there to be able to answer those questions because she had had questions, but nobody to a- answer those questions. Wow. And so if we had workers, we had people praying and more workers on the field, yeah. then I believe that more people would come to Jesus. Yeah. And the whole family got saved. Yeah. You the know? whole so family. This, yeah. isn't, this is like generational yeah. change, you know, for the rest of their history. I mean, they've now uh, had an opportunity to hear the gospel or following Christ, and mm-hmm. now these kids can, can grow up in a Christian home. Yeah. And so people like Dario, people like Annie and her family, once they decide to follow Christ in a place like Thailand, you know, what are some of the challenges? What are some of the differences that, that they're seeing 
you know, after they decide to follow Christ? I know it's not always easy. Yeah, so um, just to give you an example, Annie uh, was at her school with her kids. Um, in this Thai schools, there's not a separation between, like, church and state like there is in the West. Yeah. It is all part of, it's together. And so they were going, they were coming to the end of the year, and they get this little certificate, but then they have all these different Buddhist ceremonies that they do to, to basically go congratulate the kids at the end of the year that they finish the year. And so she went with her kids, and she was uh, there, and they were doing the ceremony and working through it and everything. And uh, when her kids were up there, they were saying all of these different uh, chants and things over the kids and all of that. And about halfway through the ceremony, Annie felt like, no, we're, we're not, this is not what we should be doing. Mm. We shouldn't be doing this mm. because we're not Buddhist anymore. We're Christian. And so at the middle of the ceremony, she had to go and she had to tell her kids, we're not going to do this anymore. We're not going to be a part of this. But it was a huge pressure because she was just wanting to be like everybody else around her, but yeah. she can't because God has changed and changed her life. And she knew in her heart that she needed to do something and be something different. And so that's a constant pressure that they want to be a part of their community, but there's a lot of pressure for them to continue on being part of the community, but they also know that you can't be Buddhist and Christian. Mm, yeah, yeah. And what about um, some of the spiritual things? You know, what are what are some of the spiritual challenges that? So that's more of the cultural, mm -hmm. so social kind of stuff that we see a lot. But there's also some spiritual challenges. What are some of the things that that, that they may face? Yeah, I mean, so spiritually in in the community, you've got these idols set up and uh, all these different places, and and they they pray for protection, mm -hmm. they pray for financial blessing. They pray for many different things from these idols. And whenever you become a Christian, it's this battle between, hey, you have one God that you worship where I have, you know, 300 that I'm praying <laughs> to to ask for whatever <laughs> I'm doing. Yeah, all these yeah. different things. And so they're looking at it, and, and the Buddhist people around them are looking at them like, oh, you're, you only have one? That's not very good. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not a lot, of, a lot of power. You must not have a lot of power. But being able, for them to be able to explain, like, no, our God has all power, yeah. so we don't need anything else. And so that's something that we continually talk with them about and try to encourage them. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, for example, of what that looks like, so we just had this Buddhist holiday uh, just a couple weeks, a few weeks ago. And, uh, you know, Annie was telling us, she's like, you know, I, all my kids, they looked out and they saw all the people in our community, they were outside and they're like all these activities and our kids, they wanted to go outside. And yeah. so she said, uh, I told them, yeah, we'll go outside. But we decided we're just going to, you know, buy some food and walk around and be outside with everybody else because sure. our whole community is Buddhist. But uh, as they were walking down the street, she said she looked over and she saw the Wat, the temple. Yeah. And she saw all of these streams of people going inside, and, mm -hmm. and uh, she knew that all of them had money, and they were having everything that you do in the temple is all you have to give money to do. Yeah. And she said, I know that these people don't have the money to do that. I know they don't have the money to be giving all of the, what they have over at the temple. And she said, I looked at them, and I could see this weight on them. Mm. And she said, I knew I didn't have that weight anymore. I knew I didn't have that weight. And she, and then she said this, you know, when you guys first got to Thailand and you explained what you did and who you were, I didn't understand it. It didn't make any sense to me. Like, why would you come all the way over here when you can live somebody somewhere like the States where it's nice and, and everything, but you came over here. Why would you come to Thailand? She didn't understand. Yeah. And she said, 
But when I saw all of these Buddhist people just streaming into the temple and this weight on them, and then I felt that that weight that I used to have is not there anymore, it made sense. Mm. You came to Thailand to take this weight of, off of them, this weight of Buddhism wow. off their shoulders. And so she said, and I understand why you want to talk to people and why you want to share with people. It makes me want to talk, talk awesome. with people and share with people because I want to take this weight off of them that I had that I no longer have. Wow, that's awesome. Well, that's, that's why we pray. That's why we pray for laborers. And so we want to be praying for Thailand. Absolutely. And so these are some incredible stories. I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, this will add a little balance to all of the, you know, the challenges and the yeah. needs that we hear so that we hear so often. Um, but Jake, how can we be praying over the next month for Thailand? How can we be praying um, specific prayers uh, to really partner with you and what you guys are doing and, and what God is doing in Thailand as a whole? Yeah, the first thing I'd like to pray for is like there are believers in Thailand. Yeah. And those believers, they have a lot of pressure around them from the different religious uh, people, their families, their friends that expect them to continue on living the Buddhist lifestyle. Sure. So pray that these uh, new believers are strengthened and that they would stand strong and that God would teach them and when they would recognize the spiritual aspects of things and that they would see it and not want to be a part of it and stand strong and be able to say, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's the first. Uh, the second one is that uh, within Thailand, we have workers here, and uh, they are you know, trying to spend their time and their, their efforts into investing in people and everything. But they have families, um, and I just pray that the families would be strengthened of the workers that are here. Yeah. That with the pressures that they feel, uh, being very few Christians and very few workers of the, the religious and the the uh, cultural pressures around them. Just pray that the families of workers here in Thailand be strengthened. So that'd be number two. The third thing is that within Thailand, uh, there are a small number of churches, but I'm praying for specifically that we would have more small groups. And in those small groups, it would uh, be an opportunity for Christians and non-believers to build close relationships in order to really talk about life issues and talk about life things that are going on because Thailand is a low trust society, which means that they don't share anything that they're struggling with Mm -hmm. unless you're very, very close with them. So I feel like that, uh, and many of us feel like that, if you have a small group, it provides opportunity for a close relationship with people. So I'd pray that more small groups would be started in Thailand so that more and more people could build strong connections and relationships with the Thai people in, uh, here in Thailand. Awesome. Well, Jake, thanks for, for being here. This has been encouraging. And again, um, this next month we're going to be praying. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. That will uh, let you get the weekly prayer moments. And each week we're going to be praying through these these prayer points. And so, Jake, before we go, if you could just uh, pray for us, that would be awesome. Lord God, I just uh, I thank you for Change the Map and for the people that have joined with us in prayer, Lord God, because we know that your mission goes first, forth when people's hearts are changed, when they're drawn to you, Lord God. So I just pray um, for the new believers in Thailand that they would be strengthened, that they uh, would uh, stand up boldly and, and represent uh, Christianity, represent you and yeah. who you are yeah. to their Buddhist neighbors, Lord God, and that they would stand strong in their the cultural beliefs and, and pressures that come with being a Christian and them not being as part 
of the Buddhist group, Lord God. I pray that you would give them strength to stand in that, Lord God, that they would not feel those pressures around them, Father. I pray for the Christian workers here, Lord God, that that as they have brought their families and uh, they come over here to Thailand and they are in the Buddhist world, Lord God, I pray that you give them strength, Lord God, that you'd give them the energy that they need, that you would give them what they need to to stand strong in the places of darkness, Lord God, that they would hold the light, Lord God, that they would walk in places that host your presence everywhere that they go. And Father, I pray that you would uh, just birth new uh, small groups throughout all of Thailand, Lord God, that they would just pop up like little wildfires, Lord God, and that they would spread, Father, because we know when we meet together and we study your word that you're with us, Lord God, that you teach us, that you are our teacher and our comforter, Lord God. You are right there with us, Father. And so I pray that, that through these small groups that they would build relationship with other Christians, but the other Christians, Lord God, would teach them and show them to have a relationship with you, to have a connection with you, that you would teach them and lead them and guide them, and that they would hear directly from you, Lord God, and that these small groups would continue to grow, Lord. And we just thank you for this opportunity. Thank you that you um, you do love people, and you sent us here to love people, Lord God. And we just ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Change the Map podcast. For more information, visit www.changethemap.net.